Get the best odds on all the big games this March. Download the Circa Sports Iowa app today. All right, guys, welcome back to Fanatics here on 1460 KXNO, hanging out with Matt Campbell, Iowa State's head coach. Coming off of the bye week, and Texas Tech comes to town. Good bye week, though. I mean, it's a good time, I would think, Coach. Two-game win streak. You've kind of been working in a new quarterback. It seemed to me, with my you know, non-football brain, that's a perfect time for a bye week. Yeah, I think a lot of a lot of reasons for it. You know, number one, midpoint of the season. You know, we played six games, and I think the opportunity for us to you know catch our breath and what a what a great challenge the early part of the season's been in terms of opponent, in terms of you know dealing with some of the ups and downs that a college football season can bring on a football team. We've we've seemed to face a lot of that in the first six games, and I think one thing that that felt really good about our team is the last couple of weeks we we have a really good understanding of. Who who we are, you know, mm-hmm. and I think that's what we were trying to find early in the football season. And, you know, starting to understand that's been really good for everybody involved with our team and to be able to sit back, really evaluate that and make sure we've got plans moving forward that can center around, you know, who we are and where we're trying to go is really important. How complex is it to decide with the true freshman going forward? Because I know, like, I don't think you've played anybody on the offensive line, but you've played, you know, Lee and some guys up front on defense. And how much discussion was had during that bye week of do we want to exhaust their redshirt eligibility? I would guess it's kind of still new new territory, right? Yeah, you know, especially some of those those freshmen that have played, you know, especially guys that have maybe played three or four games. Mm-hmm. And you're saying at this point, you know, where do we take these guys? Where do we want to go? And um, so it's certainly a, a great discussion piece. It's new. And yet there's also some guys that we've kind of, you know, have been getting better and maybe haven't got the opportunity to play in a game yet. And now now, you know, are earning that opportunity and that right to help us, whether it be on special teams or some situations or some roles. Um, there's some unique guys, I think, especially in that freshman class that we think could maybe help us down the stretch run, which would be great for our team. I'll be honest with you. I When I found out that Ray Lima was out last Saturday, I went up to Ben Bruns and I was like, I don't like this because you know how big of a Ray Lima fan I am. I, I thought he was your MVP the last year and a half. And I was so impressed. I knew that I knew that Jamal Johnson was a very capable starter in the Big 12. I didn't know the guys behind him. Um, I mean, could put forth such a dominating performance. Were were you aware? Were you anytime you lose a guy like Ray, though? I would think that a coach has to have a little bit of doubt until he actually sees it. Yeah, I, I think for us, as as much as losing Ray, the football player, and I, Chris, I think you are right in a lot of ways about Ray Lima, the MVP of this team, but maybe a little bit for the wrong reason in terms of that we all see the play. Yeah, I know what he's done in terms of character what he's done in terms of leadership I think you know when Ray speaks in our football program everybody listens and that aspect of it especially when you got a guy that's such a warrior like that and a guy that that that, you know when he's not out there who's going to pick up the leadership traits who's going to rally the troops when things don't go right and that's what I was maybe as interested to see as the fact of who's going to play nose because you're right and you know Jamal we've got a lot of trust in Um, we think 
this Isaiah Lee is is super talented and mm-hmm. a young man that I think his future is really really bright for us. And you know, I think we're fortunate that we feel like we can get some guys in there. Tucker Robertson went in and played some really quality snaps for us in there as well. But you know, I, I think the biggest thing is that leadership, and it's kind of the same thing with Kyle. You know, when Kyle went out, and you know, one of the things that's been really powerful for me to watch both those guys that here's some really talented guys, the guys that have been stalwarts in terms of swinging this program in in a really positive direction that I think you're a true test of who you are is maybe when you're not out there making mm-hmm. those plays, what's that leadership look like? And Ray was phenomenal on the sideline all through the week preparing those guys. And, you know, really, to me as a coach, probably as proud of anything that we've done in the first six games is watching those two lead when things haven't been going really well in their own situation. And I'm proud of both of them. Uh, on the back end of your defense, and bear with me, you've probably greatly moved on. I, I think I've watched that game four times. When you guys have have bye weeks I have nothing else to do I really like Payne on the back end of that he's an elite tackler right does not that Lawrence White gets demoted I'm not saying that by any means but you have capable corners coming off of the bench does that you always use the word multiple does that give you more options on the back end of your defense seeing you know how that group specifically performed on Saturday yeah, I think, you know, one of the things for us that had been in talks anyways is, is you know, what happens when we play an elite passing team? You know, is there is there a mindset where you, you want to have the ability to maybe get more athletic on the back end? And, you know, DeAndre certainly gives us that ability to mm-hmm. do that at times. And, um, you know, I, I think it was a great call from our defensive staff to be able to make, a, make that decision. And, you know, I think what it showed us is we can, it's just, another piece of the puzzle that if we need it it's something that we can use to our advantage and as you and I both know in this conference and including this week you're going to play a team that's got you know they've got elite skill they've got the ability to, to spin the football all over the place and at times you want to get more athletic and putting DeAndre back there certainly helps us yeah that's a good segue into Texas Tech it, it's fascinating as long I've been in this conference covering it for a long time and it with Leach and in Kingsbury and not really Tuberville, but the the Leach Kingsbury type of tree. It seems like anybody they put in at quarterback is going to have success. Yeah. Now there've been not everybody's Baker Mayfield and not everybody's Patrick Mahomes, but all those guys are successful. True freshman coming in before he collapses his lung against West Virginia, he was the nation's passing leader. Right. What is it about this kid that has allowed him at such a young point in his career to, to be successful? Well, I, I think the biggest thing, and, and you said it, the, the one foundation that everybody's had is, is a lot of it's been Cliff. You know, he's done a great job mentoring those guys, and I think anytime you've played that position, you certainly have a leg up on the competition. You've played the position, and you know you know the offense as good as anybody. Yeah. So I think that's certainly you know, that wealth of knowledge has certainly helped Aiden come off to a really great start of things but I think the other thing that's been so impressive is you know the balls that he has the ability to throw you know he's he's got the ability to throw catchable footballs and I, I think even in the one thing that you you would say about Brock early is he he gives the receiver a chance to, mm-hmm. to make a play and it's the one thing that's shown up on that videotape they've got some really high-end outside receivers guys who can go up and get it and what he's done for those guys is given the opportunities to make plays on the ball and you know sometimes that 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 
that minimal point gets overlooked sometimes, but I think it's a huge point of what good quarterbacks do is they let their playmakers have a chance to go make a play on the ball, and, and he's doing that at a really high rate. Seems to me, just going into Saturday, the it's your defensive line and their offensive line. I mean, it's a couple of borderline if not elite units going head to head right well I think it'll be a that's going to be a huge matchup in this game you know I I think one of the things that they've really added to their repertoire is the ability to run the football and you know it it starts with that offensive line their their physical group I think we left there last year really impressed with the physicality that those at that time a young group was playing with and now you see it on the film you know they're a group that can take over a game at times so it's gonna be a great matchup and it's got to start there on really on both sides for for both units Uh, on the other side again this is something I kind of picked up watching the game back and forth and correct me if I'm wrong I'm always looking you always say you always discuss about how your offense isn't anywhere near where you want it to be as far as what's in it we were seeing a lot of two tight ends in motion against West Virginia I know you've done that before was that the most you've done that because the one play call it was like fourth and three you put the two tight ends in motion you ran to the weak side David goes off for like 28 yards or whatnot can we expect to see more of that because I know how big of a tight end guy you are it just seems even when they're not catching passes they're more involved than ever yeah and and you know a lot of credit's got to go to coach Golish I think he's done a great job in the development of that group but those guys are critical and you know I think one of the things that we're excited about being able to add that same multiplicity to our offense that we're you're seeing defensively is that you got guys that not only can go into the game but go in and play at a really high rate and if you look at that game you talk about the to play a scene Buckner and, and certainly what he did in that game you know I, I think he's playing at a really high level Charlie Kolar I think over the last three weeks is playing you know really good football mm-hmm. for us and Dylan Saner has been a great asset so um, I, I think you can continue to see those guys in the game you know continue to see us be able to create edges at times and, and help our run game you know just add some consistency that we're obviously going to need down the stretch run. I'm always trying to tell fans this I know it's not the case in these walls I think Sion Buckner is the most underappreciated cyclone maybe that I've ever covered. The guy is integral. I I tell fans to watch it all the time in your running game. Watch 47. Wherever he goes, like it's a pretty good idea of where the play is going to line up when you're watching pre-snap. And he just, he's one of the most popular guys on the team, right? He is because I think the role that he plays is such a physical but yet unselfish role. You know, I mean, you've got to be a really special person to do what we ask him to do. And times it's isolating linebackers. At times it's cutting off defensive ends. Times it's lead blocking. And, you know, there's a lot that, that goes into what his job and role description is. It's the throwback, fullback, and all a lot of ways and Sam is he's tough he's physical and yet he's the ultimate team player so uh, you know he's adored by his teammates and uh, every coach in here I think he's got the utmost respect for what he stands for and how he plays the game well looking forward to Saturday I, I think that Saturday last Saturday's crowd the West Virginia game was uh, I'll you speak this language so I'll say it little WWE like it just is crazy and I we saw that with the TCU game last year there's a couple games I come to my mind in the last 10 years right Iowa State fans when they get really fired up it turns into an absolute zoo out there and hopefully they keep it going because that was a lot of fun on against West Virginia uh, they were they were really special you know at that environment last Saturday night was um, was exceptional it's what you dream about college football 
all to feel like and, and look like and we're fortunate to be able to live that here in Ames, Iowa and you know and now you know you, you hope that with this football team continuing to grow and get better you know I, I think this crowd will only continue to support us and they, they've done nothing um, nothing short of being exceptional since I've been here so I appreciate them greatly. Well we appreciate your time thanks coach best of luck on Saturday. Alright thanks so much go Cyclones. Iowa State head coach Matt Campbell more fanatics when we come back here on 1460 KXNO.